Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Worship Cast. I'm Franklin. I'm Matt. And I'm Hannah. The easiest person to get to agree to come on the show. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about spontaneous worship. talk about spontaneous worship today, what that is, how to incorporate it, some of that kind of stuff. But first, I want to know, who are you? <laughs> uh, well, you know me very well. I do. <laughs> um, I am Matt's wife. My name is Hannah. I did actually have to beg her to come on the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm Matt's wife. I'm a musician and a singer and, you know, worship leader. She sings at church with us. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> uh, among other things, really kind of wherever she's needed, you've uh, uh, played guitar with us multiple occasions. And one time you played bass on yeah. a whim because we needed someone. Yeah, I oh, yeah. learned um, three chords just to get by about a week before we had to You learned more than that. Yeah, oh yeah, she learned more than that. She did. <laughs> a little bit. Very talented. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about spontaneous worship, and that's something that um, that you have a heart for. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's let's talk about it. What what is spontaneous worship for the viewers at home? Um, that is that's an interesting. You can't really. <laughs> that's a big question. <laughs> um, you know, really, just to start out, you know, I'm going to read a verse in Ephesians, um, Ephesians five eighteen through nineteen. Um, it says, "Do not be drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs." singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Um, so to kind of backtrack a little bit, in the Psalms and hymns that Paul is talking about, he's referring to those words that have already been written, um, that have already been put down on paper and, and are recognizable. Mm-hmm. Which is what we do on Sunday mornings. What we do yeah. on Sunday mornings. <laughs> um, those spiritual songs that he's referring to is heart songs or the spontaneous song. Um so y'all don't y'all don't kill me because I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a Hebrew expert, um, but there are seven words in the Hebrew language that stand for praise. Um, that spiritual song reference that he's talking about is a tehillah moment. Um, tehillah is another word for praise in Hebrew. Um, yeah. It basically means a moment. Um, or a song of praise, adoration, um, thanksgiving, and it comes bursting out from the heart towards God in the form of song. And I've seen the um, the word tehillah written out, but in like Hebrew. Yeah. And there's not a T in it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's um, a little odd looking. So again, I say there's seven, but there might be more. I'm not a Hebrew expert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um and so we're talking about um, words and, and feelings and emotions, like an outpouring mm-hmm. that happens. Um, you know, I mean, it can happen with a, with a musician too. You know, with an yeah, instrumentalist, okay. but um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times it's it's vocally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, you know, we there's some examples that I can think of on top of my head where it kind of happens in some of the more popular worship music. Um, uh, my heart is yours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the passion version mm-hmm. Stanfield was on from one of the two thousands. Yeah. Um, they uh, the bridge of that song they go to the um, uh, all to G I surrender all they go to mm-hmm. I surrender all. Yeah, yeah. And after that, the music 
dies out for a minute and mm-hmm. there's some very free worship things going on mm-hmm. um, where they keep it quiet and there are some emotions and feelings that pour out mm-hmm. and then they pull the song back in. Yep. Um, sometimes it's three or four minutes. Sometimes if you're um, Jesus culture, you're Kim Walker Smith, it's 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. And she giggles the whole time. She she did something <laughs> wonderful. And I think this is you know one of the perfect examples of spontaneous worship is in their live version of You Won't Relent. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, after she goes, they sing the bridge, she goes into that, you know, I don't want to talk about you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, it was so beautiful, you know, especially if you're watching that YouTube video where it's done live and you can tell it was all just spirit-led. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all spontaneous worship is. You know, it's spirit-led first and foremost, and it's just you singing praises and adoration and thanksgiving mm-hmm. unto God. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this about that part of the um, that live version of "You Won't Relent." The whole song is about you know you won't relent, mm-hmm. um, and so it's it's about God. But when she breaks into that part, mm-hmm. she's singing directly to yeah. God. No one else in the room, mm-hmm. not His presence over everybody. It's her and God. So it is a very personal outpouring mm-hmm. that happens in that point. Listen to it. Give it a um, give it a listen when it goes to that. It's. Uh, It's a very touching personal moment. And it speaks directly back into, you know, that tequila moment where, you know, she's, it's her heart outwardly pouring out, you know, praise towards God. Just Mm. very beautiful moment. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And now, I mean, there's a lot of different, a lot of different kinds of um, spontaneous worship. And I, you know, again, there's the shorter, there's the longer. Some people really enjoy the longer. some people don't really enjoy the longer. It's, it's a very polarizing kind of yeah. thing. Um, what's the difference? Um. Tough question. So the difference in the short versus the long? Or? Well, besides just the time, why do you think some people are more open to the longer and why do you think some people are not as open to the longer? What an open question. <laughs> um, I love those. <coughs> I, well, for the for the longer, for you know, the sake of spontaneous worship, it does allow for those moments, you know, for the music just to be able to breathe, mm-hmm. as I call it, um, mm-hmm. and just to give you time, you know, to focus on, you know, what you're singing on. Um, now, if you're in a church that's not used to that, and you're used to, you know, five songs, you know, three minutes each, you know, let's mm-hmm. sing a verse, a chorus, a verse, a chorus, and maybe a chorus again, and we're mm-hmm. done. Um, stretching it out and, and you know, allowing for it to breathe and, and doing that spontaneous um, can be helpful, but sometimes can be hurtful, depending on the circumstance. Yep, a lot of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of it depends on the the situation and the congregation, yeah. kind of where your congregation is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's it's ever necessarily a um, just a bad thing, but there's mm-hmm. times that 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 a 15 minute long, just open ended kind of thing mm-hmm. can be a little bit jarring, especially if you're not if you're not used to it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that if you're trying to incorporate this, don't. <laughs> you're just starting out. Don't jump directly to the 15 minute long. <laughs> don't don't start there. <laughs> you're not. Nope. Nope. Yeah. We'll we'll get back to that. But um, 
I did actually speak to um, a very prominent worship leader in our area. Her name's Jackie Christofferson. Um, she told me I could use her real name. <laughs> yeah, uh-oh, um, preface, yes. Yeah, um, wonderful lady, um, very spiritual, and, and she's very much into the spontaneous and prophetic worship um, at her church, and she's actually going to be hosting um, some different classes this summer based on that. Um, so if you're in our area um, and interested in that, definitely look her up. But I kind of asked her, I told her that I was doing this today. And, you know, I I told her, I said, you know, what would you say about spontaneous worship? Just so the listeners can get a little bit more idea of what it actually entails. Um, And she gave a beautiful definition. She said, spontaneous worship to me is an explosion of my worship to God my expression to him coming out of the relationship with him another thing i call it is an overflow i'm so in love with him and many times my spirit knows what to sing more than my mind does so sometimes i just hum melodies Mm. and that's so beautiful you know to be so on fire and so passionate and so in love with god that you just can't help but sing and you know it it that that's spontaneous worship. That's a different kind of in touch with God too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the kind that you know we talk about the um, we talk about the um, connection mm-hmm. with God. And if you know if you're on stage and you have uh, an ego, or you have a lot of you in you that mm-hmm. you can't achieve this. Not truthfully, you can fake it, but. Mm-hmm. Generally, people know, mm-hmm. and that's not something that you want to fake. You know, an outpouring back to God. You don't want to have that be. No. You know, so it's one of those things where, in order to truly do this, you've got to be out of your own way, and you've got to have God's best interest at heart. I mean, it, it's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then kind of to go off of that, you know, I kind of asked her. I said, "Well, how do you incorporate that in your worship settings?" And you know, she said. Basically, what they do is they usually leave a time to play music and let the song breathe and focus just on him. Um, And then the new melodies will come. She said also they bring the music down and allow a quiet time to listen to God. Um, Man, oh man, isn't that important? You know, not just in our times where we're at church and worshiping, but even in our everyday lives. And she even says that, you know, Spontaneous worship is caught more than it is taught. Um, And that spontaneous worship in your own prayer life and worship times at home, Mm -hmm. it will make all the difference when you're worshiping together as a congregation. Mm. Very, very powerful stuff. That's something that happens a lot, too. You know, in um, first off, without music, in your own life, Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, I know as humans, we all, you know, I'm very guilty of it. We can fall into a trap where we're always telling God things, but we're not listening to what God's got to say. Mm-hmm. And spending that, you know, those those quiet moments, that quiet time. Um, but then musically, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're on stage and you're playing guitar and you're leading. You can forget to listen to what God's doing in those moments. And that's something you and I have talked about on the show a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that you can, you know, you can you can drown him out. So I think that's an important aspect of what you're talking mm-hmm. about too. Is that when, when you're doing a spontaneous worship kind of thing in your in your church, mm. that the congregation needs to know that it's not just you know the, that yes you're you're personally outpouring 
to God whatever is happening in your spirit at that time. Mm-hmm. But the people in the congregation need to know that when that happens, it's a quiet time. It's a reflective time. It's a listen to God time. Mm-hmm. It lets the whole room at once fall into that that cushion of okay, God mm-hmm. speak to us now. Yeah. And if yeah. you really you know listen and open your heart and you are in a pure state of worship in that time, you know the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. Uh, something that you said I really liked was when you said in your own personal time too mm-hmm. in your own personal time of worship mm-hmm. when you're spending time with God you do your own spontaneous worship you're able to talk with God talk to talk to our dad talk to our father mm-hmm. and when you start doing that you can start out pouring it into worship yep. you know and uh, to me I believe that even congregation should be able to do that yeah. just just let go if you're not a musician and you're mm-hmm. you're singing along, just let go. It's okay. Um, but I believe that you have to go from your personal time, your personal worship, and then it leads into a congregational worship where you just let go. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're not used to talking to him by yourself, you're not going to be used to talking to him and <laughs> no. you know in front of people in a in a setting like that. I it's 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 got to come here and personal first. Mm-hmm before you get to that other outpouring, 100%. Definitely. You know, what you do in your private time is going to, you know, overflow into the public. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and that's one thing, you know, the heart has to be in the right place. You have to be humble, completely focused on God. Um, you have to allow that spirit to move. Um, you know, we have to make sure that we're not, you know, just singing extra melodies just to hear ourselves sing or make ourselves look better um, or to glorify ourselves we have to make sure that spirit is moving mm-hmm. and we're doing it for him and from him mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. and that's the other thing too is that if you're in those situations if it's true people will know the congregation will understand mm-hmm. you know it, 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 again I talked about it being jarring even beginning to do small amounts of spontaneous worship mm-hmm. can be jarring, but if it's truthful, it's really from God, it will be a very comforting presence. Mm-hmm. It really will. Mm-hmm. Um, but that if you're doing it for yourself, in those moments, there is going to be some flashiness. There's going to be some showiness. There's going to be some things come through from mm-hmm. yourself that's not of God, mm-hmm. and people will yeah. they'll know. And yeah. it's funny, we talk about how sometimes the other congregation doesn't care hundred percent what your tone sounds like and stuff just they get some out of it mm-hmm. but they're smarter than you give them credit for they are mm-hmm. because yeah. they're part of the body and if you're a weak link everyone knows you got to be mm-hmm. if you're gonna do this you've got to make sure you're good here first mm-hmm. absolutely you have to listen to God um, you know I think one one thing is you know we don't want to put God and the Holy Spirit in the box um, I feel like that's easy to do sometimes on mm. Sunday mornings, especially mm. during worship time. You know, we don't allow for those moments where God, you know, where we can just listen and, you know, He can move. And mm. not saying that there's anything wrong with playing those three minute songs and, you know, going away from that. But I feel like sometimes it doesn't allow us to fully give our praise back to Him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about this. Um, how do you incorporate it? 
What's a good way to start? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> um, yeah, if you're at home and you're watching this and you're like, oh, I really, if you feel that you need to do that, <laughs> you know, you, you think, well, what do I do? Do I just do I just jump out and do it? No. <laughs> I, I definitely feel mm-hmm. that it's something that, you know, you need to know, especially if you're on a worship team or a worship leader, you need to know the parameters that your, you know, elders and leaders and pastors of your church have basically set. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're a church that doesn't do that, I wouldn't just automatically go run it. <laughs> just blurt it out. Um, but here's what we're doing today, everybody. If you, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> um, but if you do have those strong convictions and you do feel the spirit moving and and feel that that you don't have the ability um, to move because you are afraid of what the congregation might say or upsetting someone, um, I do think it's important to talk to your leaders about it and mm-hmm. have that biblical discussion with them mm-hmm. because it you know it, it might be something that you know your church really needs, but it's just hasn't really been something that they thought about. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? What if, um, and we'll talk about you know planning it actually in songs yeah. in a minute. But you know, what if you're actually planning it in a song? Do you think it'll be okay to let the congregation know, hey, we're going to let this one breathe for a minute and really reflect on the words and kind of let them know maybe that it's going to happen? Yeah, and something like that. I'd say you know when the spirit really is moving and you know you're going to be as one and you're going to be the body is going to be in tune with each other mm-hmm. um there shouldn't be any awkwardness or anything of that sort you know if it really is coming from god and coming from a place you mm-hmm. know that it's right because we all as christians we have that natural discernment yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. so we yeah. plan it in songs then <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it's spontaneous, I mean, but it's planned. It's, yeah, spontaneous. spontaneously planned. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There it is. So basically, you know when it's coming, but you don't know what it's gonna do. Sometimes <laughs> there are some where it's like, well, well here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, but, I've done that, y'all, you know, a few mm. times, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, just, it happened. Um, no, but I do feel if you are a church that wants to openly, you know, embrace free worship, prophetic worship, and, you know, spontaneous worship, it is important to plan those times out in the services. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe do two or three songs instead of five songs and, you know, work with your musicians and let them know, you know, hey, this might happen. Just breathe with me, um, you know, just smooth with me. And I've read some sites and stuff. People say it's good to come up with like hand signals, but again, if you're working it together as a body, you mm-hmm. can all sense the spirit moving. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you can also say something like, "Hey, after the bridge, let it breathe a minute," yeah. and then everybody kind of knows. Okay, here's the part where we're all going to kind of get out of the way and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do believe, you know, it's it's biblical to have order in the church. You know, mm-hmm. Paul writes about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's the church is not a place for confusion. Um, so you do mm-hmm. have to make sure that you're just not going off in left field, unless mm-hmm. we're all together going off in left field. Yes, <laughs> yeah. 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 move as a unit, please. Yes, yes, please move as a unit. Yeah, because we we've been in services where you know you can feel it. If if I were to do certain things, it just wouldn't have been right. But mm-hmm. other places. It, it was effective and it was right to be able to go off 
because we were all moving in the same direction. <laughs> we, we've been in places where people come up and say, can I have the microphone real quick? <laughs> and at that point, you never know what's going to happen. It was very good. Oh, and we yeah. all went yeah. with it. But yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember that? I remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. And if you're watching, we appreciated that. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about what about this? Would you say that this is maybe a small form of spontaneous worship? Because Franklin loves to do this. Get to the end of a song and do the chorus. Oh, yeah. And then Franklin said, all right, let's do it again. Just our voices. Um, maybe you do it a couple more times. Mm-hmm. Is that a form of it in a way? I would say it was. it's like an effect of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's spirit-led and, you know. Something hits you the right something way. Something hits mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that might be a good place to start, too. You know, mm-hmm. if you haven't done this yet, maybe start with, all right, everybody, let's really, let's do that course again and let's mm-hmm. really reflect on it. So mm-hmm. start with some of that to, to get your congregation kind of into oh, the yeah. mm-hmm. realm. That, you know, that helps. Before yeah, you yes. um, before you tell your keyboard player to hold a C and <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes later. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> let's talk about this aspect of it. So as a musician, we're playing a song. Mm -hmm. Um, You know after the bridge that the music's going to die out a little bit Mm. and that everybody's going to kind of, that a spontaneous thing's going to happen, that you're going to open the floor to let the spirit move and you're going to do what it wants. But as a musician, you can't just play whatever you want in those moments. Mm. What do we do, everybody? You gotta know your key signatures and your circle of fifths. Yeah. (laughs) As the keyboard player, really, a lot of times you're the when the music drops out, you're the one holding it down. I'm holding everything. Yeah, I'm typically holding everything. We just all look at Franklin. I'm just waiting. I'm holding. I'm like, okay, well, I'm holding the uh, one chord, four chord. Go back to the one chord until one four, one four. Really? Yeah. Hey. I mean. but I do think, from a musical standpoint, mm-hmm. um, that it's important that you know in these in these moments where things are happening, you need to know your number system, your natural number system. You need to know mm-hmm. your key signatures, yep. and you need to know your major scales. Yes. So as the chords and everything move, you need to be able to move with them and know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You also need to be able to play melodies and things off the top of your head mm-hmm. to be able to improvise using scales and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing Jackie also pointed out to you know. The instrumentalists and the singers really work together. There is that that sense of harmony and unity, and mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, something will hit her right or something will hit one of them right, and you know, she may sing a melody off of something that someone played or by vice versa. Um, so you really are working as one. Mm-hmm. To go back to that, to heal a word, you know, mm-hmm. to praise and give thanksgiving, and you know, mm-hmm. towards God. Yeah. yeah, and so it's not. It's usually vocals, but it can be. Mm-hmm. You know that that your instruments, what you're using, outpour back to God, and you're playing to Him. Yeah. And so, one thing you want to make sure that you do is that you're, as a musician, you're that you're practiced up enough that you don't have to think. Okay, major scale, it's these notes. Mm-hmm. You want to be comfortable enough in it mm-hmm. that you can use it to worship instead of having to focus so much on it. Um, so I would say that if, if this is something is a musician that you want to be able to do, mm-hmm. that there's some there's some woodshed practice time to be had yeah. to get comfortable enough. And then you know th- this is a future episode that we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, your band, your worship team as a unit, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. needs to be able to play well enough together. Mm-hmm. And so we've got an episode coming up on growing a band together. Yep, growing a band. Um, that you guys need to be able to read each other. Mm-hmm. And there's almost a a supernatural kind of yeah you know you just do it you see you lock eyes with each other you're like yeah yeah the okay. whole i mean we you know sometimes we've had a seven piece band not plan a stop in a certain point but everybody does it at the same time anyway yes. and there's a lot of that there's a lot of that unity in the body talking to god mm-hmm. when it happens it's not just the vocalists that's let it happen the whole group together is a unified mm-hmm. Outpouring to God, and the congregation knows, and they become part of it too. Mm-hmm. It really is a very special. It is special kind it of is. thing, and until you've done it, mm-hmm. you know you you mm-hmm. don't really understand it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say this too: if you're watching this, um, and you are a, um, you're not a musician, you're just in the congregation. If you're a little bit on the fence about it, try it, pray about it, mm-hmm. think about it. Give a shot. Let go. Yeah, let go. Let go. Let let go and let God. (laughs) There you go. Here's one of those phrases. And to kind of backpedal a little bit, I did want to read a few verses. um, Of the Bible? No. Of the Bible. (laughs) Reading God's holy word. Here we go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just because I have heard a lot of people, you know, say that because it's spontaneous and it's from the heart and it's not planned um you know they'll say well the heart is wicked and yeah in jeremiah 17 it says you know the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick who can understand it um but if you recall back to the psalmist in psalm 51 10 you know he prays create in me a clean heart O god and renew a right spirit within me so if you are actively seeking that relationship going back to what jackie said about the relationship overflowing mm-hmm. into song so if you're actively pursuing that relationship and you're praying for his holy spirit to fill you every day um you know he can making you a clean heart mm-hmm. uh, but we do have to be careful because again, you know, flesh can creep back in so easily. So yep. it is a daily yes. renewal, mm-hmm. especially in musicians. Especially yep. musicians. I don't know why music makes us feel like we are more than human, <laughs> but we are. For some reason, we are almost more susceptible mm-hmm. to that than anyone else. We are. So it's a it is a very fine line to walk, mm-hmm. and we're not all always perfect Mm-mm. by any stretch. Nope. Especially Franklin. No, definitely, <laughs> definitely not me. Definitely not me. <laughs> no. All right. So we hope uh, we hope you've learned something from this, or maybe um, maybe you've decided to try something. <laughs> maybe you've decided to be open to something. Um, yeah, and if if you have any questions, comments, you know, concerns, definitely let us know. Um, you know, I'd love to talk with y'all a little bit more. This is a subject that's really close to my heart, mm-hmm. um, really personal to me, and mm-hmm. and I've I've experienced it on the worship's leading side, and then also in the congregation. Mm-hmm. You know how powerful and beautiful it really can be. Um, but yeah, just comment away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please like, comment, subscribe. Mm-hmm. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. She has the password to everything, so yes. she will also answer <laughs> your answer comments. Back. Yes. <laughs> um, she forced me to give them to her, and I had no choice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of the Worship Cast, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>